In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a very distinct honor. Um, And it's this. The Bible is very clear. The Bible says, seest thou a man diligent in his business? The Bible says that without fail, I just paraphrase, he will stand or she will stand before kings and not before mean men. The lady I'm about to ask to come and stand before you to minister today, I have the honor of doing so because she is diligent and God is well on his way to causing her to stand before kings and not before mean men. Ladies and gentlemen, would you kindly welcome the ministry of Pastor Funke Adia. church good morning church you know as pastor Badger said today is Thanksgiving Sunday and I just want us to start by thanking God for life you know we're alive this morning breathing we all walked into this place this morning we can talk we can jump we can laugh we raised up our hands is that not enough reason to thank God if you've got breath in you this morning, can you rise up and thank God? Just thank God. Just give him all the praise. Give him all the glory. Give him all the adoration. Because he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be adored. He's the king of all the kings and lord of all the nations. He put breath inside of you. Let's thank him. Let's also begin to thank him that he chose you. The Bible said many are called, few are chosen. He chose you. He calls you his son. He calls you his daughter. That's enough to thank God for. Thank him for the relationship that you have with him. Father, we thank you. Also want you to thank God for the relationship that we have with each other. There are people who don't have that. Let's never take that for granted. So let's just thank God. You know, from the bottom of our heart, let's just say, Father, we thank you. We thank you that we have family, we have friends, we have colleagues, we have those we can talk to. We can come into this place to fellowship with, with you and with each one another. So let's just begin to thank him. Father, we thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you that we have life, O oh Lord. Thank you for the relationship that we have with you. Thank you for the relationship that we have with one another. Lord, we do not take this for granted. We really appreciate you this morning, O oh Lord. We bless your name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, we just ask, O Lord, that today your name and your name alone will be glorified. Father, I ask that you open up our hearts of understanding, O Lord. Father, Lord, we want to receive from you, O Lord, your name and your name alone. Let it be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. 
Amen. Thank you so much, Gloria. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. Right. Um, I've just said we should thank God for um, life, for the relationship that we have with him, and also the relationship that we have with one another. However, we are increasingly realizing that as a church, as Christians, we are not maximizing that relationship that God has blessed us with. And therefore, we're not um, developing to our fullest potential. And so today, I've been asked to talk about what, um, talk about something that has been called the missing link. But the title of my message today is The Power of Mentoring. You know, in the book of, um, in the book of, John 15, I read from verse 12. It says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I've loved you. 13, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. 14 says, you're my friend if you keep on doing the things which I command you to do. But I'll go on to 16. It says, you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and have appointed you. I have planted you that you might go and bear fruit and keep on bearing, that your fruit may be lasting, that it may remain, abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, as presenting all that I am, he may give it to you. You know, in this scripture, Jesus was talking about nurturing, about the need, the need to nurture our relationships through love, and he emphasizes the need to let our lives bear fruit, that is to make a difference, to count for something, and we do this by giving of ourselves to enrich the lives of other people. Every single person that I've met, and I'm sure the same goes for all of you, every single person that I've met, want, we all want our lives to count for something. And I personally believe that mentoring is a tool that God has given us to be able to change each other's lives, to make a difference. And it's a powerful tool that has sadly been neglected in the church today. And it's also probably because we don't understand the importance, we don't understand the power, and we don't understand the effect that it can have on our lives. And I believe that God's desire is that we impact and bear fruit in the lives of others. And I personally have experienced this firsthand. You know, exactly, I think it was a year ago, I was here, and again, I was talking about mentoring. I don't know how many people were here then. And I said this, I said, the world that we live in now has changed so much. You know, with increase in broken lives, broken relationships, fragmentation of families, societal ills, the suicides, people are committing suicide, people are depressed, there's hopelessness, and there's increasing violence. I'm sure you all know, especially last year, there's so many young people who were stabbed in this nation, you know? And you will think that with all the sophisticated gadgets that we have, that things will, these things will make our lives better. But sadly, no. Instead, people are lonelier than ever. The relationships that we have with each other are so superficial. People are lonely. People are doing things on their own. People are carrying burdens that they shouldn't be carrying. Meanwhile, relationships, you know, God put us in relationships, and there is primary, his primary means um, that he established for learning about preserving his commandments. 
I'm not going to go to the scripture, but if you read Deuteronomy 6 from verse 7, you God was telling the Israelites, write all these commandments down, put them on the lampposts, teach them to your children. But we don't have that nowadays. These close relationships that we used to have, they're lacking in society today. And so people are, people are doing lives by themselves. But that's not what God wants us to do. Mentoring is about doing life together to bring out the best in each other. For us as Christians, mentoring is intentional discipleship, a way of raising mature Christians within the body of Christ. And I believe that every single Christian needs to be mentored and every single Christian has a responsibility to mentor other people. You know, at the same time, we also have the responsibility to make disciples, to make disciples of others. And we have a perfect example in Jesus Christ. He mentored 12 people that literally transformed this whole world. And when we mentor people, what we do is we're providing or we create safe places for them to learn, to grow, to love, and to love well. And as the people we mentor become mature, they also go on to mentor other people. You know, mentoring in the traditional sense used to be where this old person, man or woman, would come and you just sit at their feet and they won't, you won't have a say. They just poured into you. But mentoring has changed since then. Now, mentoring is a two-way relationship where both parties benefit. So the mentor and the mentee, the benefit from the mentoring relationship. So it is a relationship in its simplistic form Christian mentoring is one person giving of, their, giving of themselves to enable another develop in character and to become who they were created to be and to fulfill, fulfill God's plans for their lives. Christian mentoring is where someone comes alongside another person to do life together and to help that person maximize his or her, given, her God-given potential. Christian mentoring is a deliberate and intentional desire to give of ourselves so that other people's lives can be enriched by our lives. And Christian mentoring is also about intentionally building relationships through which we can impact lives. You know, that's why I love the theme for the Uncommon Woman Conference this year, ablaze living with intent. So we might be on fire, but is it with intent? That's why ladies, as Pastor Shola said, go and get your tickets. It's so important that every single thing that we do in life is done intentionally. You know, as Christians, we are meant to progress, we are meant to progressively transform into the likeness of Christ as we learn the ways of God and follow the paths of God. And of course, transformation occurs through the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, but transformation and growth takes place in the context of our relationships. For example, somebody might say, I want to grow in the fruit of the spirit, love, kindness, patience. How do you grow in patience if you don't, you're not in the relationship? The minute you say, Lord, help me to be patient, I want to grow in patience, that you're going to be tested. And the only way you can be tested is by being in a relationship with someone else. You cannot do things on your own. You cannot do life on your own. You know, that's why the Bible gives us numerous, uh, numerous reasons why 
we all should be engaged in meaningful relationships. And it's about meaningful relationships, particularly where mentoring is taking place. It is important to know that in productive, meaningful mentoring relationship, both the mentee and the mentor, they grow. So the Bible tells us in Proverbs 27, 17, it says, iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. We're meant to rub off on each other in a positive way. Then Ecclesiastes 4, written from 9 to 12, says, this is the NLT version. It says, two people are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out. And I love that. The other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Verse 12 says, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two can stand back to back and conquer. I love that. The image of two people standing back to back saying, I've got your back. Your back is protected by mine. But then he goes on to say, three are even better. For a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. The third party in that relationship is the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 10, 24 to 25 says this. Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expression of love. Mentoring is a creative way to encourage others. It says, this is not the time, 25. This is, this is the, um, I'm sorry, I'm using the passion translation now. Verse 25 says, this is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed the habits of doing because we need each other. I need you, you need me. And then it goes on to say, in fact, we should come together even more frequently, eager to encourage and urge each other on as we anticipate that day dawning. You know, in life, we go through seasons. And for every season that we go through, we need people to help us transit from one season to the next. Unfortunately, many of us struggle to transit or advance in life because we keep repeating the same mistake over and over again. A powerful mentoring relationship is God's blessing for a transitional season. In every transitional relationship, God will give you, God will bless you someone who is meant to come alongside you to transit to the next season. But sadly, again, like I said, we sometimes miss it. You know, I came across a quote by a gentleman called Brandon Moore. And he says, smart people will learn from their mistakes, but the really sharp ones will learn from other people's mistakes. How many sharp people do we have in this room? Oh, very few. Well, I'm one of the sharp ones. <laughs> you know, seriously, we don't have to keep making the same mistakes over and over again. If you want to make a mistake, let it be something new or something that hasn't been done before. But you do not have to make the same mistakes. So what are the benefits of getting involved in a mentoring relationship? The first thing is that a mentor, if you get involved in a mentoring relationship, a mentor will give you insights that you don't know. 
perspectives, you know, a mentor passes along information and perspective, different perspectives that you don't know, and but which you need to hear. You know, they come, a mentor will come with wisdom, with experience which they've gathered over the years. I always say that, you know, the younger people especially, they have information, you know, they can Google it, they go on different sites, they can find out information. But what they lack, what they lack is experience. You might have all the information, but if you don't have the experience to, to be able to translate that, inf to be able to use that information properly, then you will have a problem. So that's where a mentor comes in. They give you a different perspective. The second thing a mentor does is that a mentor will help you to see the blind spots that you can't see. We all have blind spots. Unfortunately, well, fortunately, God didn't give us eyes behind, so we can only see for. So we all have blind spots that we can't see. So if you get in, um, come al if a mentor comes alongside you, a mentor can't be, can be objective, and if you allow them, they can point out attitudes and behavior, which if left unchecked, can cause us harm. The third thing is that a mentor will, can help to develop strength that you don't even know that you have. You know, I, kept, I was reading a book, and this gentleman was talking about his mentor, and this is what he said. He said, his words spoke to my weaknesses and empowered me to, get, to keep going. That's what a mentor does. A mentor will encourage you. A mentor will push you. A mentor will help you develop those uh, strengths that you don't even know that you have. You know, the undivided attention of a caring adult to a young person can be like magic. Can you imagine if you grew up and you never had anyone sit with you? You never had anyone look you in the eye. You never had anyone listen to you. How would you want to believe that an invisible God that you've never seen cares about you? Think about it. And there are people here who have never had someone just come alongside them to say, I believe in you. You can do it. You are not alone. A mentor would also help you with disciplines that you can build. A mentor, a good mentor, will hold you accountable. A good mentor will sit with you to set goals. And a good mentor will encourage you in discipline and character formation. And I'm sure you all know that. Right now, we need men and women who have good characters. Because we are lacking, a lot of people are lacking in integrity, they're lacking in uh, loyalty, they're lacking in respect. So we need people to come alongside us to help us develop good character. A mentor will also help you with potentials that you probably have never understood that you have. You know, a good mentor will see by the legion of the Holy Spirit, will help you see potentials that you probably don't even know that you have. Elisha and David never knew what they had until Elisha came in contact with Elijah and David came in contact with Samuel. And it took someone else to bring out those gifts that they had in them. Dominant potentials can be unlocked if we come alongside the right person. Someone else in your life can help you to unlock what God has put in you. It doesn't mean that it, it's not... It's not the, um, something magical that they're just going to deposit in you. It's there. It's just to be unlocked. 
You know, the importance of a mentor can never be overstated. For a good mentor will inspire you, a good mentor will stretch you, a good mentor connects with you, a good mentor will open up your mind. Mentoring provides a safe place where you should learn, experiment, ask questions, and I mean any question, be vulnerable. And you know, the question, you can ask any question, regardless of how stupid it might seem. And a good mentor should offer a vital sounding board, someone you can go to, to test ideas. What do you think? Is this okay? Mentoring is about caring and building people up. I remember um, I'm doing this series on Instagram called um, Mentoring Nuggets and Five. And I remember saying that mentoring is not about controlling people. Mentoring is about developing people. But to benefit from a mentoring relationship, you must be willing to accept and submit to a mentor. You know, there's another quote I came across. If you don't know, I'm big into quotes. I love quotes. I'm always quoting. The only person that has tried to quote me is Lydie Olinloyo. <laughs> but it says that mentoring is the two-way street. You get what you put into it. We need to choose the right mentor or mentee. We need to be around those who speak to our future, not our past. We need to be around people who speak life to us. We need to be around people who speak to our faith and not our fear. You know, the younger people, the enemy might send people into your life. And these people might seem cool and fun, and they might not necessarily be bad people. But you know, your mix with them might not be a good thing. For remember, a wrong relationship can delay destiny. Ladies and gentlemen, this mentoring that I'm talking about, we need the whole church to come on board. Pastor Agu cannot do it on his own. All the pastors, deacons, deaconesses, HODs, they cannot do it on their own. This is a church of almost 3,000 3, people. Imagine if every single one of you got involved or you get involved in a mentoring relationship. It will literally transform every single person's life. And you know what? The ripple effect will, be, will go out there. We're praying for a revival, but we need to start from the people here. If we don't get involved, it's true. We need to start from amongst ourselves. And you start to mentor people, it will literally change their lives. Trust me, I, I know. We, we, we've, we've seen this in our mentoring scheme that we run. You know, and you don't all have to be part of a mentoring relation, a mentoring program, but you all need to have, we all need to have people in our lives because we all want to know that people care about us and we need people to journey through life with us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm begging you, please, give people attention. Take time to know their names. And honestly, it makes a difference. You know, I'm always amazed by the response I get when I just send a text message, um, just checking up on you, or I send a birthday message to someone. To me, it's not a big deal. And for me, honestly, even if I don't get it, it does. But I know that it makes a lot of difference in the lives of a lot of people. God has given every single person here gifts, talents, passion. 
they're not for you. They're meant to be used for other people, to make a difference in the lives of other people. You know, for every single person that is a member of Jesus' house, it's a privilege to be here. And I say that because this is a rich place. And I'm not talking about money. It's a rich place filled with gifts, talents, passion, potential. But are we using them for the kingdom? Are we using them to make a difference? You know, there was a video I watched last year, and it was about a young man. And he said, if one man can care about me, maybe there is a God who cares about me. People need our attention. In the same video, a young boy was being mentored by an older man. And after this man had mentored him for about six months, this boy went to his mother and said, please, can I change my measles name to the name of my mentor? Just because he had an absentee father. The gentleman who put that video together, uh, um, a man called Stowers, he said this. He said, this generation won't believe the gospel promise that God can be our father unless we show up in their lives with the same intimacy that God shows up in us. So I guess the next question is, how do I get involved? What should I do? Quickly, first thing is just pray. Ask God to put you in contact with someone that you can mentor and someone who needs mentoring. The second thing is get involved. You know, here at Jesus House, we have a number of mentoring schemes. For the ladies, we have Esther's mentoring scheme, where we mentor you to understand your worth in Christ, develop your God-given uh, strength, and discover purpose. For the men, we have men's mentoring program, where the aim is to develop men of character, courage, and purpose. For the um, marriage ministry, it's called Tight Knots. They also, the marriage ministry, Tight Knots, they also have a marriage mentoring scheme. And they offer you an opportunity to come alongside you to where you have experienced and trained people um, to journey with you in this um, journey of life. And there are also other mentoring schemes, other um, types of mentoring that's taking place. So for example, established um, businessmen and women, um, IT people, people who are at the top of their career, you don't have to wait for someone to assign a mentor to you. Just come alongside someone who is starting out in life, who is starting out in business, and just help them. We also have um, a ministry, Kingdom's Treasurer's Ministry, and they also try to help to facilitate um, uh, a business forum. We have the parenting ministry, so if you need help with parenting, you can reach out to them. If you're a teacher, you should be looking at mentoring a young person who might be struggling academically. The third and final thing is equip yourself. Meaningful and intentional mentoring requires training to equip oneself in how to become an effective mentor. And today we have an external organization called the Christian Mentoring Association, and they've devoted themselves to training people to become mentors. They are outside there. Now, before I close, I just want you to watch this video that's less than a minute. Can we have that video, please? Hi, guys. So um, I'm a super advocate for Christian mentoring um, and just believe it's almost one of the missing links that we've had for so long. Um, and I would just really encourage everyone to get a mentor. Um, I've had mine for just over a year now, and it's been amazing. 
oh my gosh, just to have someone who you can share your life's journey with. So much has happened with me over the, over the last year that it's actually been so nice to share that with someone who is a lot older than me, who is wiser than me, who's more experienced than me, um, and who's going to agree with me in prayer on certain things that I want for myself and my family. So, yeah, please do get a mentor. It's super amazing. We had our last session on Monday, um, and it was just amazing. I was literally skipping on the way home, and I can't wait to have the next one. So please, please, please get a mentor uh, and just, just enjoy life that much better. Thank you, Tammy D. And I'll leave you with this um, quote. The only way that we can ensure we leave the world a safe place and in good hands is by mentoring the next generation. You know, at the Thanksgiving service, when Pastor Agu called out the young people, my heart was very heavy because I thought, who is going to mentor these people? Today, you all have the opportunity to make a difference in the lives of our young people. And I'm going to end by asking us to just rise up and thank the greatest mentor of all, the mentor that our Lord Jesus Christ left here on earth. Can we begin to appreciate the Holy Spirit, the one who guides us, the one who leads us, the one who will tell us all things? Can we appreciate the the chief mentor. Father Lord, we just bless you. We thank you, O oh Lord. We give you all the praise, all the glory, all the adoration. Father, we are truly grateful for this opportunity that we have to come before your throne of grace. We bless your name, O oh Lord.